I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host. With me, as usual, my lovely wife, Alexandria. How are you, babe? Hey, everyone. It's been a little bit since we've uh, been on. Um, Back after a little hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just needed a little time to regroup and get some things taken care of. Yeah, things are a little crazy right now, schedules and all that, but we'll save that for another episode. Um, (laughs) So it's been a little hectic, so sorry about that, guys. Hope that you went back, though, and we're catching up on episodes, anything that you missed. Yeah. yeah, we've kind of kind of got a new schedule, I think, going forward. We're going to be getting some good stuff out there yeah. um, coming up. We're going to be doing um, one episode um, in the next couple of weeks, actually, since we're going into the holidays. We're going to just talk about, like, uh, preparing um, our kiddos for the holidays and stuff like that and some mm-hmm. you know, tips for that because it's obviously a stressful time of year for everybody. Yeah, and um, definitely. You know, some of them get overwhelmed sometimes with all the stuff, all the people, and, mm-hmm. you know, all the activities going on that you're trying to, you know, take advantage of and things like that. So, yeah, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we also are going to do an episode. Uh, this one might be uh, closer to Thanksgiving. Uh, just, you know, some toy recommendations uh, and reviews, some of the popular toys that are coming out for the holidays. Yeah. We'll go over some things that we're actually doing in therapy, things like yeah. that, some ideas and all. Yeah, so we'll be going over some stuff like that. So that'll be a little bit of a fun episode, something a little little more... Uh, fun. Yeah, fun and enjoyable <laughs> than uh, some of the uh, more serious topics that we, you know, yeah. go through a lot. So yeah. uh, we got some, a uh, couple interviews coming up soon um, that we're pretty excited about, so... Mm-hmm. Grayson's been doing great. He's crushing it right now in therapy, um, just literally blowing through trials. Um, he's been doing great, so we're super, super happy about that. Um, he's still babbling. Um, I caught him last night singing and followed him along a song, a do-do-do-do, he was saying, and that's, it was the craziest thing when I walked in and heard him doing that along <laughs> with the song. I was like, oh, my God, you're singing. And then I started repeating him, and he stopped. Um, <laughs> yeah, his so, receptive but, language is, oh my just gosh. continues to keep, like, flourishing. Yeah, he's, like, now um, advanced on receptive yeah, language. Yeah, they even said so. he's above average now. So It's crazy. So pre- pretty awesome, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go into some more of kind of, like, uh, Grayson and stuff like that. We'll do another Grayson update Yeah. coming up. Um, in the next week, we're going to do that as well. So uh, today, we've compiled some questions over the past, uh, I don't know, six weeks or so. Yeah, sorry uh, for you guys that sent them <laughs> in that it took a little bit longer to get answers. We promise that won't happen again. Uh, but we got some good questions, so uh, at least yeah. we got some good stuff out of uh, mm-hmm. out of compiling and, you know waiting a little longer to collect and compile the questions. So. Yeah, and keep sending them in. Even if, like, during the episodes, if we don't say, you know, send your questions in during that episode, it's totally fine. Send them in anyway, um, anytime, and we'll try to get them on the air for you guys. Yeah, and we're, we're always, um, 
you know, collect them. Sometimes we'll only have, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll do, you know, maybe four or five episodes. We'll only have two questions. And, you know, we kind of wait until we have enough to do a Q&A episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Makes it a little bit easier. Why don't you kick us off, sweetheart? Okay. So our four, first question is from Lori. How is homeschooling going? Um, homeschooling is going great. I think in the beginning, um, I was kind of like, you know, because Grayson is nonverbal. So I was kind of wondering like, well, how am I going to gauge certain things and how am I going to know what he knows? And, you know, certain things, yeah, we're not going to be able to do. Like he's not going to be able to recite things to me. Um, but there are ways that we can gauge what he knows and his knowledge. And I've spoken to the BCBA about that. And even today, like I... Over the past two weeks, I have spoken to her, like, I don't know if, you know, I just want to make sure everything's going good, that we're on target, things like that. So she actually sat in today, and she was like, everything looks perfect. Everything is excellent. Like, you're doing a great job. He's right where he needs to be. So that gave me a lot more confidence um, that we're right where we need to be and everything's going good. Um, So I can kind of... Yeah. Relax on those thoughts, you know. And, and remember, like I, I did a quick tip uh, not too long ago, like the difference between like what ABA can do and can't do. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking about how um, based on like insurance and what insurance yeah. covers, they can't like do the actual like homeschooling type work with the child, um, right? Because the insurance companies don't cover that and stuff. They're not allowed to. Um, so, you know. She's basically sitting in, mostly like working, observing, on, working on, yeah, like seeing the control and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, how he's listening, how he's responding, not the actual like mm-hmm. what they're what she's actually teaching right. specifically. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's. It, I would say it's probably more of like a parent education meeting, yeah, like sort of education. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, What's it called? How he's paying attention if he's listening to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. How he's um, attending, things exactly. like that. So exactly. And and he did he did very very well. So I'm proud of him. And she had said like, "Is this how he, how it usually is?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "What's the problem?" <laughs> like, I just want to make sure, like you know. And she's like, "No, everything looks great." I'm like, "Okay, all right." Yeah. So. I think I just got overwhelmed by the number of activities. Like, okay, we have 226 things to do by now in December. Like, And she's like, don't focus so much on that part. Like, just, you know, go at his pace. Don't even focus on that part. So yeah. I was like, okay, all right. And I was like, well, what happened? Like, can he get held back if you, like, miss five activities? She's like, no. Like, no. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think... Uh... And we're not really concerned. We've never been concerned, and neither have the therapist with him academically. And even our therapist said it the other day again. He's like, I'm not concerned about Grayson academically whatsoever. Because he knows. He's very smart. He's very smart. It's more about the, um, you know, attending, the Mm -hmm. behaviors, the, you know. And even then, his attending right now is like the best it's ever been. He's on fire right now. I think it was a little tough for him to transition to doing homeschool and having like. Well, mostly Alex is doing most of the homeschooling, so you know, yeah. just you know, having the iPad or the phone taken away from him. Well, it's already away. Yeah, it's already but, away from therapy. We the, roll right the, from therapy right into homeschool. But the demands are coming from the demands are coming from her and not the therapist, which is he's really used to the therapist, obviously, because he's been working with that well, therapist for like two years. So. For the past couple so. of weeks, mom, mom is tough, you know. Mom is, uh, and I said that from the beginning, 
Um, and it was funny because the therapist and the BCBA were like, what's going on? I'm like, I, I need him to focus and school's coming up and I need him to pay attention and listen to what I'm telling him. And it just, it just went into it. I started it here at home and becoming strict with him. And I was strict before, but like just on a different level. And, um, it, Stepped it, it, up and it went right into school. Yeah. Because I was back into my routine, you know, and, and that's just how it went. And, you know, it was the best thing for him. So homeschooling's going great. So far, yeah. so good. Um, but we will keep you yeah. guys updated on that. But yeah. definitely best decision we ever made. Uh, even if I had a neurotypical kid, they would definitely be homeschooled, 100%. Yeah, and he, I mean, he can't he can't always usually sit through the entire lesson. I think they're usually, what, like an hour long or something? Yeah, usually so what I do is I save one project up, for the next day because we do like three, four projects each class. So I usually save one thing. So like today I saved the hat. He made a hat yesterday and all that. And I, in tracing and, you know, all of his alphabet stuff and all. And then today I was like, okay, you have to do your hat. We have to do the song. We have to do more tracing. And then you're done. So, and since we did school today before therapy, after therapy was done, I was like, you're, you're done for the day. You did great today. You did fantastic. So that was it. And, you know, he got his iPad after that. But, I mean, he went from 10 o'clock in the morning until 3.30. With no iPad. With no iPad. Doing, between therapy and homeschooling. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. And he's just going to get better. It's just, you know. Yeah. You know, like anybody else, you get more used to it, more comfortable, and it's just going to be easier over time. Mm-hmm. So He's so cute, though. He, like, adapting. sits there, watches the class. He attends really well to that and all. So I'm, prou- I'm proud of him. All right. Question number two from Jake. I'm having a hard time navigating how to work with my son. Do you want to take this one as a father's point of view? Um, and I'll give it to, no, I guess, I, at the end. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was lost. I was pretty lost in the beginning. So I think, like... He was. Gee, thanks. <laughs> I, you know, I but think, you were working and stuff. I so. think the biggest thing was, like, trying to get just a little bit of time, some time, figuring out how to be involved in therapy at some point. Like... Yeah. Um, you know, I worked from home back then a couple of days a week, so I would mm-hmm. kind of take my, like, lunch break or whatever uh, and try to try to fix that in or match that up with therapy. Right. Like, once a week so I could get in and, like, kind of just get comfortable uh, seeing some of the stuff that was going on mm-hmm. so that I could, you know, um, it's a little different, obviously, seeing hands-on versus just, like, listening to Alex tell me about it. So, you know, I think that did help a lot and really helped me know what to do during, like, challenging behaviors. And then, you know, over time I was able to, like, even spend some time doing stuff with him on my own, like, after work, you know, outside therapy, working on some activities, like, some of the puzzles and you always stepped in. We did in a lot of the puzzles stuff. and stuff. Me and him actually. Mm-hmm. You always stepped in and did yeah. all of that. And uh, just you know, just to do some extra stuff. So you know, um, even if it's just like you learn like the process of what's going on in therapy, and then you could just apply that to other things, other activities you're doing. Yeah. Um, other toys we were playing with, you know, and I could incorporate some of those principles into that and every little bit that you do helps so um even though i wasn't like the primary caretaker for him at the time right um 
you know, I was still contributing and I still understood how to help. Mm-hmm. And through that, I was also be able to be a better asset in the, you know, in the times when we were out on, you know, we went out to an event or a family member's house and something was going wrong. Like I was able to get involved more and help yeah. in the right way, as opposed to the, you know, the first couple of months, like I was just like, uh, okay, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's difficult, but you'll, you will, you will get there. And the more you spend time, the more you learn the behaviors and things like that and the challenges it yeah. will fall into place. So, you know, I know you're feeling down right now, but you'll definitely, it will get better. Okay, our next question is from Melissa. Should I do in-home therapy um, or at a center? I'm not sure what the best decision is. Thank you. Um, so, Melissa, you know, it's really personal preference. We did all in-home. Um, we really like in-home. It's natural environment. It has the most distractions also. So if... You know, there's distractions and you're getting through challenges with those. You can apply that anywhere. Um, Sometimes it's really hard for kids at a center. Sometimes it's just, you know, Grayson never really did well testing out or anything. Um, It was always best in home. So that's what we always did. Um, Even when we had him evaluate it and, you know, diagnosed and all of that, even CHOP said 100% in home, no going out. At home, natural environment, best way. And we always stuck with that. And, you know, we did early intervention at home because that's how it is. And then we continued ABA at home. And we could have done ABA at the center. And we just, you know, we followed CHOP's guidelines and everything that they had said. And it was the best thing for us. they, if I'm not mistaken, they recommended a lot of that based on his, like, adverse behaviors. It's not even that. Like, I would have wanted him home because I'll tell you why am I allowed to be like in the center and right there next to them at all times? That would be a really big deal breaker for me. So you have to find that out. Some centers you like take them there and they do it and then you pick them up. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. I would want to be there doing it with them, everything else. And that's how we always did it. And that's how I was at, you know, that's how we were able to help Grayson on even the times out of therapy because we were right there and we learned exactly what to do and that was the best way and that's a really big problem that we see that we hear about is that they go to the centers they go to school they come home and that is where it ends there's no therapy at home it just stops there and that creates a huge huge issue well I think it's good for like especially for parents to get more involved is the yeah. home therapy helps you get more involved and learn more, more parent education on a regular basis. And the therapists want that too, because, you know, we hear from therapists a lot of times, you know, other therapists, um, just about how parents are not involved enough. Um, it's, you know, and it, it affects the, the results of the therapy. It, it affects the, pro- the, the child's, child's success. Yes. 100%. So. so if you're working, you're both working and the child has to go to a center or whatever, Try to find that time at home to constantly be working with them. Um, it can't just stop there. So no matter what your decision is, whatever is best for your family, make sure you are taking the time every day to also yeah. work with them. And just, you know, even if you you're you decide to go to the center approach because it's uh, better for you and your family, 
you still need to spend time doing parent education there because otherwise you're not going to know how to handle certain things at home. So, you know, yeah. obviously if there's a challenging behavior, if they're handling it in a certain way and you don't know how to handle it, you're not carrying that over to home. It's just going to cause a, more of a problem both at home mm-hmm. and during therapy. Right. So, um, yeah. I know it's and hard, like, but you guys, you know, but... It's something that you guys have to try to, yeah, you know, work around and figure out how to do, do some of that parent education. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Next up is from Caitlin. If you don't vaccinate, can you still go to a pediatrician? If not, who do you see? <laughs> That's really funny because the, this is one of the questions we picked because we were ap- actually just going through this whole thing. Um, so Grayson's pediatrician, we did not do a last vaccine of hepatitis A. We didn't say we were never going to do it, but we said we wanted to delay it for a little while until we figured out exactly what was going on with his body and detoxing and things like that. Um, when we had him tested the biomedical, he came up, you know, arsenic, some mercury, all those kinds of things. So, no, we were not going to sit there and continue to vaccinate with MMR and all of that and putting more into his body when there were already high levels of that. Um, so I had told our pediatrician, you know, we, we went to the visit and she said he's due for his last hepatitis A shot. And I said, we will not be getting that. And she said, that's fine if you want to delay it, but if you don't do it, you're no longer going to be able to be a patient here. Um, so that was the end of that relationship. Pediatrician was done. Um, and yeah, nobody else will see him because he's not vaccinated. Um, they really try to get you. It's, uh, it's hard, but we weren't going to let that happen so we you know stuck to what we believed in and def- standing up for our child and for our rights as his parents um and i actually just found a holistic pediatrician i kind of you know gave her the rundown and she was like oh i will 100% see him yes absolutely and she doesn't even take his insurance and i'm like i'll pay cash like because he's never sick what's he going to be there once a year you know what i mean like i don't mind paying cash so i'm like i'll pay cash um, she's like, yeah, absolutely. No problem. Sounds good. So, I mean, I spoke to the doctor herself. What pediatrician do you call that the doctor gets on the phone? Nobody. You're usually on the phone with like an office person that's booking your appointments. She actually called me from her cell phone. She's right down the street from us. And yeah. she like, we've heard fantastic things about her. Wait. I've read the fantastic things. She's old school, old school remedies. And a lot of them I can guarantee aren't going to be Tylenol. They're not going to be Motrin. They're going to be you know, natural remedies. And that is exactly what we're looking for. So that's how that's going. Um, But yeah, you're going to want to find a holistic. And if you can't find that, I would start with a biomedical just to get them in and get them somewhere because that's what we were doing. He was going to biomedical every two to three weeks. Yeah, when he was... And it was expensive. It's out of pocket. um, But it wasn't like he wasn't getting medical attention yeah he was getting medical attention all the time biomedical so he's getting more medical attention than if you went to a pediatrician we didn't didn't really have to worry about the pediatrician at that particular time but since they closed down during covid um we've been kind of continuing we just continued him on his regimen right uh but now that's not the typical story though because there are a lot of kids that get sick so you know, kids, they get a fever all the time. They get ear infection. Grayson has never had any of that. Um, the only time he was sick, like we've said in previous episodes, was after his 18-month vaccinations. He was sick for three weeks, um, and that was it. The kid has never... That was the only time he's taken Motrin. He doesn't take Tylenol. He doesn't... None of that at all. 
Um, he gets through everything. Yeah. I mean, also one re- tough one resource um, you could use to help find a pediatrician that doesn't require vaccinations is um, yeah. we've talked about the Jenny McCarthy book before. If you mm-hmm. contact, I can't remember the doctor's name that co-authored that book with her. Oh, off the top uh, of my head. Uh, yeah. um, but if you, I'll put it in the show notes, if you um, if you uh, go out, reach out to him at his website, um, they will they should be able to help point you in the right direction, depending on your area that you live in, um, of some of the doctors that will be able to help with that. So, Jerry Cartsonell is. The doctor okay, is the go. doctor in the Jenny McCarthy book. If you guys have not um, read that or checked that out or heard of it, it is called Healing and Preventing Autism. Jenny McCarthy and, like we said, Jerry Katznell, he's an MD. Um, definitely check that book out. That was one of the first books that we had read. And, wow, um, it's amazing. It goes through each vaccine there's just not one that's bad it goes through everything vaccines diet gastrointestinal problems literally supplementation everything um a lot of vitamins were even in there that we found out later on yeah so check that out it's definitely eye-opening um and you guys will get a lot from that book so yeah even if you don't you know agree with our opinions read that book and then see how you feel afterwards so. Yeah, it's got great stuff in it too. For even, yeah, I mean, some of this stuff even applies to people, um, you know, adults and even children that are, you know, neurotypical mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, that have may have certain, you know, potential digestive uh, issues, yeast problems, and, and most of them, like most so, of them do. And a lot of kids so. honestly do. Grayson's never had a problem, but when we got him tested, he came back with yeah. a bacterial thing. One, one of them, and you know. You just, you would never know. He was so regular. He never had constipation. He didn't look like a stomach hurt. There was no issue. Um, so, yeah, you definitely want to check those, everything out that you can. We'll be right back after a word from our show sponsors. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys. And now back to the show. Next question is from Nicole. I'm having trouble getting services for my daughter through the school district. What should I do? So, um, with that particular one, if they don't already have a diagnosis, sometimes the school district, um, you know, which probably means they're they're probably higher functioning because um, they're already in the school district. Or um, you didn't get a diagnosis yet. 
Well, I mean, usually they'll give them a diagnosis, though, if they're in the school district and they see major symptoms of it. But not by a pediatrician, developmental pediatrician, really. Yeah, no, they do it through early intervention, though, just like Grayson had. Not if the child's five years old, it's not early intervention anymore. That's true. They're already past that. But this, uh, um, you could still uh, demand an independent um, evaluation. Which you definitely should. You do have to pay for it, but... Yeah, you but do. But that's the only way it's gonna you're going to be gonna, a couple grand. That's the only way you're going to get services. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not you're going to run into a problem you, now, you're going to run into a problem later on. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to go to a normal, your, you know, typical developmental pediatrician like we go to CHOP. We didn't have to go to CHOP right off the bat. There's right. other organizations and companies and doctors that um, will do stuff like that. Right. Like even ABA companies, I think some of them will do evaluations they may not be able to diagnose no but they'll, they'll do an evaluation but, but they can't diagnose um, it right like well uh when early adventure came out they weren't doctors but they were, were able to say right. you know there's potential this potential that mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. so right. that gave them like a baseline i mean they observed him for hours which is what you want you want somebody who's going to sit there and observe every little thing that they do um, and you, you know, if you have an IEP, just, yeah, um, things like that. that, you know, they have to follow we, that. And a lot of times, sometimes they don't, which is unfortunate, we, but we fight for that. We talked about that. Get IEP an advocate. In another episode. We did, we did. So check out so, that prior episode on our, the IEP information. So I remember when we were talking about that, that mm-hmm. like, um, one of the tips we were talking about was making sure that they have data to back up why they were making a particular decision for the IEP that may not go along with what your goals or, you know, what you, what your thought process is on it. Um, like what data, what information do they take that shows them that that's the right Right. course of action? And let's, so same thing, even though you're not like you, at this point you, you won't have an IEP until they're in special the special needs program or or right. something like that. That's 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 what gets that process gets started. That's the what it IEP, is. The IEP part of it, right? So, you know, you won't have that. But I would still ask, okay, like what is what information, data, records you have that show that they're up to the standard that they need to be at right. in order to stay in a, you know. Neurotip, what do they call it? Inclusion, whatever. Yeah, all, yeah. Fully, Mixed in. Um, yeah, full, fully inclusive class. Or right. Whatever, so. You know, and if you have the evaluation, if you know your child needs services, you don't, you kind of want them doing bad during the evaluation because you will not get the services. <laughs> I remember even when we were going through and we were, you know, meeting with the school districts and all of that stuff and they came out, they came right to our home. Um, and I remember, you know, even our... Uh, our therapist, our OT, had said, you know, we kind of, like, don't want to tell them about the progress he's making right now because he's not going to get the services. And you don't want that. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, yeah, he knows how to do this, 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 and he doesn't because you're just, you're kind of screwing them in the end. Yeah. Um, you want to get everything that they're entitled to. That's then, why you even want a diagnosis yeah. because you can get assistance depending on the state you're in. Um, we don't with ABA because, you know, where we live and all that kind of stuff. But there are waivers you can get, and you need a diagnosis. And they're not going to care, honestly, if you have, like, a school district. You know what I mean? They're going to say, like, yeah. okay, send over the medical forms. Like, yeah. and you need those. So like I said, you're going to pay a few grand. I mean, we paid how much to get Grayson diagnosed? $4,000, uh, $5,000? So a lot of money. Just to hear, yes, he has autism when we already knew that. 
but when we started, it was one thing after another. It was EI. EI was like, okay, let's get MRIs. Okay, let's rule this out. Let's rule this out. Let's get him diagnosed. It was just one. An- we wasted no time. We, I mean, and even now, like if we had another child, if I saw one thing right away, they would be the developmental pediatrician. I would never wait. Never. Yeah, and some states, like, all right, we live in New Jersey. So New Jersey, their medical assistance program for children does not cover ABI. No, it's all Pennsylvania does have a waiver that if they do have a that if they do have autism, it's all included. It's all, it's all included, and no they charge. will cover ABA. So, you know, every state's different. Some mm-hmm. are better. I mean, we thought about move. We thought for a while about moving to Pennsylvania just to have that. We're no longer <laughs> thinking about that, but uh, yeah, we decided. <laughs> we decided uh, we'd rather to. pay than go back. But uh, you know, but that's a couple grand a month. Something you I think mean, about, and you know, who knows? I mean. Some, there's people that, I mean, I've heard parents moved, for instance, uh, before other states were, you know, allowing or legalizing CBD and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, there are parents that were um, moving to, like, Colorado. So Medical marijuana and not even the CBD. They wanted CBD whole plant yeah. access and now their kids, you know, smoke, vape, uh, yeah. ingest, whatever listen, it may be. Hey, listen, I don't watch much TV. Well, I really don't watch any TV anymore. No, we don't watch any but TV. But I did watch a little bit of TV a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. Uh, we should just get rid of our TV. We never use sure. it. Two of them, it's a waste. But they're never on. Um, I actually remember. I only watched like two or three TV shows back then, and I'm one on, of them was Bull. Yes. Oh my okay. God. So long ago. And he did. I couldn't believe it. They did an episode where a mother got arrested for transporting CBD across state borders. And she was get, and it was a certain amount, so she was getting charged with like a felony or something like that. So, um, I have no idea what episode that was. Yeah, but, well, I know in PA, you know, they're allowed. So, you can get marijuana for autism. And it was specifically for their child with autism. So you know. Yeah, depending you, where you live. You know, definitely something to think about. You yeah. know, where you move or you know where you want to. And you want to move somewhere that has good services, and And that's a big one. And that's honestly one of the reasons we're not going to go back or leave New Jersey. Yeah, because the services are are better. Are yeah, they're ahead of the other states. That's why diagnosis is so fast and early. Other states, they're not even finding out until they're six, seven, eight years old, Um, and that's why the numbers are even up because of early diagnosis. So it is more expensive. Yeah, Um, but it's worth it. But we also get better services. Yeah. And so, it's always a give and take. Yeah. Uh, next question from Jenna. Do you ever stop stimming? No. Never yeah. want to stop stimming ever. Nor can you, because it'll just translate into another type of stim, so... Now, what we do do, though, is, like, in our one of our trials at this point right now, like, so we'll do a trial, like, we're running this one trial, and it's, you know, he has to copy exactly what we're doing. Um, and we'll say, like, touch same, and he has to touch on his side, and we touch on our side. And he repeats. Now, after he does one, he, his eyes might, you know, start stimming a little bit, and I just snap in front of his face, snap, bring him back, do the next trial, snap, bring him back, and it's literally like clockwork. Like, this kid is so programmed. You snap, you look, he does it, bam, goes, snap, he look, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, you do not want to stop the stimming. Yeah. We join in with the stimming. Um, yeah. It never bothered us. There are, though, stories that we've heard um, 
of parents who absolutely hate it and are embarrassed by it. Um, we've never it, felt like that. I love it. <clears throat> I think that it is amazing that he goes out and does whatever he wants in public, and he really doesn't care about anybody's opinion. And I think a lot of us actually can learn from that. I think sometimes everybody's too worried about what other people are going to think of them. And I think it's amazing that he is so comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. So, no, we don't recommend it. It's not good to stop yeah. it. It regulates yeah. them, and it brings them yeah. back and gives them their that yeah. nervous system control. If you want so. more info on stimming, we did an episode, a whole episode on stimming. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking it's in the first ten episodes, I believe. Um, but you can't get rid of a stim, stimming in general. You can um, transition stimming from one type to another type that may be... Socially acceptable. Not just socially acceptable. I'm not, I don't care about the social No, but that's what it's called. I care about the functionality it. and if it's affecting him while he's doing things like paying attention in school. Yeah. Or in uh, therapy. Like, there was a point in time in therapy where he was stimming so much... You couldn't even get them to pay attention and attend oh, to then. doing something. Yeah. So, like, All we had to then. change the type of way his his sensory needs were being met. We started so fulfilling them. The that type of stimming was not um, necessary for him to receive the input he needed. So, like, we used a weighted vest for a yeah. long time. And that got the stimming to stop. As soon as you took the vest off, he'd go back to stimming. Yeah. In the middle of session, if they took it off, he'd stim. Put it back on, he'd stop. Mm-hmm. But it got him to attend so he could focus on what he was doing and get through that task. Yeah. So, you know, you're never going to get rid of it. I mean, yes, there I are certain times when you do need to eliminate the specific stim for... Because sometimes it's just unsafe, too. It's not even about being... I mean, oh, those, the parents uh, that, that are embarrassed by it, I mean, uh, that's not how I am. I don't look at it that no. way. I don't care about that at all um but you know some kids do stim by banging their head on the floor so that's a safety problem you know that's yeah a you want to make sure they're safe so there's certain things but you and your doctors so. talk about that like grayson you know and actually this this is another question and i'm just going to say their name right now because i'm going to go right into it um sarah asked did grayson ever wear, wear a helmet no we were never concerned doctors were never concerned for his safety at all um, you know, certain instances, I guess, you know, if the kids, you know, bang in the back, things like that. But no, there was never a concern. Um, like they said, he, he will stop. He will, you know, he'll feel it. He'll stop. Yeah. And that, that head is strong. Um, the skull, all of that. So they're, they're pretty protected. So yeah, you want to be careful. You don't want them. Grayson never did it on concrete. He never did it when we were out. He only did it at home on the floor. So if, yeah, if they're out doing it on the concrete, absolutely that is a concern. But we never had to worry about that, thank God. Um, so, yeah. So, next one, here we have... Mike. My wife and I are very stressed. What can we do to improve our marriage? How can I help her more? You should take this one. Yes. Because you would know how a mother needs to be helped. So, <laughs> yeah. So be as supportive as possible. Understand, you know, what she's going through. And if you're working, things like that, understand how it is at home. Um, that she could be struggling. And, you know, if you're working and you don't know what to do, I mean, imagine what it's like with her all the time there. 
Um, so it's really, really difficult, but you want to try to find some time for the both of you guys. Um, but you just want to really, like, take it easy and just be there for her and kind of put your things aside and just be somebody she can lean on. That's the biggest thing. Patience. So. I think patience is important. And compassion, empathy. Mm-hmm. Just listening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, I mean, you can say this about anything, any part of life, really, uh, for anyone. Yeah. Is sometimes people just need to talk and, like, invent <laughs> about something. Like, even Alex, sometimes Alex just needs to yell at me about something. Oh. And then, then that's it. It's all over. Okay, she just needs to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think everybody's like that to some extent sometimes. Uh, or not everyone, but... A lot of people are. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that, you know, you guys try to... You need to make time for each other. Um, and, you know, the best way to do that is to, like, take your calendar out, literally, and plan it out. Yep. Um, you know, and even when things are, like, kind of crazy, like... Our life is insanely crazy right now, it but is. like even that's why we don't watch TV. I'm too busy to watch <laughs> even, TV. I don't get a second. <laughs> like even tonight, you know, um, we're recording right now, and you know, I haven't got much sleep this week. He's got like three hours of sleep in the last no, five days. A little I don't even know how we're alive right but, now. Honestly. But you know, like <laughs> I, I have an opportunity to. Just, I could go to bed in the last as, soon as we're done recording. I'm like about to like yawn right now, honestly. But like you know. I'm going to sacrifice oh. 45 minutes, an hour, and sit down with Alex, and we're just going to talk mm-hmm. and have Spend a glass of wine. You know what I mean? So well, you like, always find the time. You know, even if it's just a little bit of time. It we're already tired, so, lot, what's, so what's a half hour, honestly? I'm going to be tired tomorrow anyway. It doesn't really um, I'm, I'm like beat. <laughs> like, I'm running on E, honestly. Like, I took the dog the other day. What was that? Yes, two, not yesterday, the day before. So you can't even remember what day it, it was. Yet, no, it was yesterday morning. I'm sorry. And I literally was dozing at the wheel, like like dozing, head bobbing, like it was uh, pretty scary. I had to w- roll down the window, so like I, I definitely need sleep. And we have a wedding this weekend, which we're really looking forward to, because we haven't gone out at all, and you know we don't have Grayson that night, and it hasn't happened in a while. So another point is you can support her by making sure she gets a little time to herself. As well. Yes, so, that's important. Sean always did that. Always made sure yeah. I had time to myself, time to get out, anything. So, Our last question of the evening or episode is, mm-hmm. how can I find a support system if I don't already have one from Karen? Come to us. No. <laughs> um, go online. Go on Facebook. Look for autism support groups. They're great. Uh, there's a lot of people you can relate to. Um, hey, you might even meet a lifelong friend there. You never know. Um, in your just area. Just look on Facebook for, for autism parents. It doesn't even have to be necessarily a support group. That's what I mean. Uh, autism groups. Well, I mean, well, you mean, oh, you, uh, I understand. Because you can't look up the parents. You're making Facebook group. groups. I get it. I get <laughs> you it. You look up random people. I thought you meant like, like joining like a like no, 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 no. Autism but. Facebook group. Um, and everything's all about autism. People that can relate to you. People that are going through it. A lot of times our friends cannot relate to us. Um, and it's difficult if they're not going through it. Um, Some of our friends think we have it easy. Yeah. Because Grayson doesn't talk back to us. Yeah, it's like... Like their kids do. 
our lives. But yeah, right. I don't know if they come come live it. a day in our shoes, and then we'll really see. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think a lot of them could do it. I don't. Th- a lot of most of the people I know couldn't do it, honestly. Because you, you know, they're they're complaining about stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, do you? This do, is every day do you of do our lives. Homeschooling plus three hours of therapy, three to four hours of therapy <laughs> every day. Five days a week. Five days a week. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a like, lot of stuff. Parents get a break when their kids go to school. I yeah. am school, <laughs> you know. But I love it. I wouldn't change it. Um. My beliefs are stronger than my tiredness. I don't need a break. I'll get a break when he's married. Even then, I'll still worry. I could sleep when I'm dead. That's right. That's right. We don't need TV. Listen, I am all about being productive. And if I'm going to sit there and waste my time, the only time I watch something is like a half an hour before bed, and it's while I'm either working or doing something else or, you know, relaxing in a hot tub. Um, but any other time I am doing work, doing whatever I can, um, and I just stay busy. So it's hectic, but I enjoy it. We enjoy it. Oh yeah. So. For sure. Well. I think that's I think, it for yeah. our questions. We really appreciate Submit it. Submit some more. Please, we please. Love them. We love, we love them. We love doing this these kind are, of episode. Yeah, these are some fun <laughs> episodes. Um, so. Yeah. Tell them where they can find us. Everywhere, no. Um, so you guys can uh, find us on IG and Facebook under Building the Puzzle. On Facebook, we have a group and a page. It's Facebook for now. <laughs> They're rebranding. They're going to be renaming themselves. I don't know if you heard oh, about that. no, yeah. I didn't. Wow. Get the first headline news right here on Building the Puzzle I really, podcast. I literally, it just came, it, it just got announced like yesterday wow. afternoon. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Maybe we'll do an episode just on, you know, current times, what's going on, what's going on, you know, right now at schools and kids and vaccines and all yeah, that kind of I, stuff. We I were going to revisit some of the vaccine yeah, yeah, I think. stuff. I know we were yeah, talking about that Yeah, this kind of just stuff. made me pop up and think of that. But anyway, you guys can find us also on buildingthepuzzle.com. You can find Grayson and Company on IG and on Etsy and graysonandco.com. And, and we got a bunch of stuff out for the holidays on there. We do. Halloween Your stuff. Your kids are going to love it. Grayson loves the, the Christmas, lights. The, the Christmas stuff is going to be coming out. It's going to be up soon. Mm-hmm. In the next week and a half. I'm weeks. working on that. I have to work on so. some more designs, and that's that's what I do instead of watching TV. Um, so I have a lot of editing things to do. So yeah. And we still are trying to do our YouTube channel, guys. Things have been really, really crazy. We will get to that one day. I promise we will. Um, just got to give us a little bit of time. So. I'm sorry it's been taking a while. The channel's up. There's nothing on there. Um, we have, we, and we have, um, what is it? We have content. It's just, it's a matter it's of sitting down and getting, getting it. It's a lot to edit it all, compile it all, put it all together. I'm not really sure where uh, I want to begin and how I want to swing it. So that's, yeah. That's I don't want to just throw uh, it together. And a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Everything has to be perfect, you know, how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just throw it up, so... Um, but yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on that. And that's pretty much it. Again, sorry we've been MIA. We won't let you down again. We promise. Oh, yeah. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. You guys so. know, life gets crazy. <laughs> you guys are living it. Let's be real. Your parents, you're living it. So, All right. Well, well, it was fun. And, and uh, with that, for autism, building the puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex, signing off. Take care, everybody.
are building the puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson & Company Toys.